me, baby, one more time. Oops, I did it again. I played with all your hearts because it's Sag <laughs> season, baby. That's right. We are so excited to talk Woo-hoo! about Sagittarius. Brittany, one of our biggest Sags that we're going to be discussing all season long. We have so much to talk about. There's so much gossip. I didn't even know. I mean, I haven't read her bio, her bio yet because it's sold out, but um, I can't wait. Yeah, you got to get the audiobook or something because then you can then you can get it. Oh yeah, read by Michelle Williams, the actress. That's right. I know. I really do kind of wish so that Brittany read it. I'll be. I gotta be real. I do, really do. I really want to hear, hear her say "fuck all of you." <laughs> <laughs> Totally, in that cute little Britney voice of hers. Fuck yeah. (laughs) You're toxic. (laughs) Anyways, before we get into the fire sign, which I'm so delighted to talk about, last week and the last four episodes, we got really deep and dirty into the Scorpio, which we loved. We were both infatuated with Um I know we really you were. were. I know we really, really were. I really was like, oh, I really love Scorpio, and I, I really began to, uh, you know, kind of feel a little bit like a Scorpio. But now, now that we're starting to get in the Sag, I'm already feeling like a Sag already. I know this is what <laughs> happens. It's because we talk about the cusps first. I think that kind of gets us warmed up into the next yes. uh, sign. And I mean, I really felt like I was starting to feel trapped by the Scorpio you know in their claws mm-hmm. and totally. <laughs> deep 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 down so I'm just glad that the fire has come out now and uh maybe it was Emily Wells who brought it out um I hope yeah, maybe yeah <laughs> have you listened to her yet I haven't yet I'm I was just thinking that the other day because I was like ah I gotta like listen to that to her so I can like report back to Kara about how awesome she is which I'm sure she is she is and she's very opposite of Brittany but I will I will definitely <laughs> send you a song or two yes please but first let's get into Sag season uh what do Yay. I want to share about Sag um what do you want to share? There's so much. There's so much complication in this sign. I don't know about you, Jen, but I feel very confused by every Sagittarius I know. Um, I love you all, and I have a lot in my life, <laughs> but I still don't understand them quite enough. You know, I, I, I'm trying to get them. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there's a lot of confusion in mythology, which we'll get into, Ooh. about Sag too. So it's not surprising that you're confused by them. They're really interesting. There's really no other sign like Sag. So this very confusing sign that we're going <laughs> to learn to understand, right, Jen? Absolutely. They do have many sides to them. So I think that's why you're a little bit confused, Kara. I'm not surprised that you're surprised. We, we are going to peel the layers off. That's a sneak teaser into one of the future yes. chocolate bars I'm going to try. I but love it. This sign is a fire sign. So we already talked about Fabulous Leo. And now it's time for Sassy Sag. And this is this mutable sign. So it is a changeable, flexible, adaptable type sign, just like Virgo and Gemini. So it ends the fall season and it is the ninth Zodiac sign. So we have made our way through. I mean, I don't think we started at the beginning. We started with cancer um, to talk about ourselves, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we couldn't help ourselves. Well, at least I couldn't. (laughs) 
I couldn't either, of course. Uh, but this sign is a positive polarity sign. So we talked about that in the beginning of Scorpio season. It's it's an active, it's a it's a yang energetic sign. So with the fire comes the yang and the positivity. Absolutely. And the masculinity, right? Exactly. It's all about, you know that infusion rather than the receiving it's like you know that yin and yang the polarity like you're talking about mm-hmm. so the dates are november 22nd to december 21st oh so right before the holidays exactly lots of fun holidays going on right now in fact my sister's birthday is november 26th happy birthday sister happy birthday sister soul mm-hmm. sister that's right. And um, her, th- her birthday often falls on Thanksgiving. Not always, every few years. So anyway, if you are a Sag, it's, it's time to celebrate in all the ways right now. Celebrate good times. Come, Come on. on. All you Sagittarians. <laughs> um, so your sister, that's interesting. I, well, I guess we'll talk about it during compatibility, but I'm curious how the Cancer Sag relationship Mm-hmm. Is. you know we will talk about it in the meantime i will say that me and my sister are super close really great friends i know not everyone has such a great relationship with their sister so i feel very very blessed that that Aww. is the case for us so blessed yeah in gratitude right here that's right lots of gratitude for my sister so yeah you know it sister lots Aww. of sisterly love happening right now <laughs> <laughs> so much and i know a lot of sagittarians in my life i was trying to think when I was trying to think of it, because sometimes with a sign like Scorpio, I know a couple of people. Mostly mm-hmm. I found a lot of musicians or like different celebrities that I really like. But with Sagittarians, I could just really list, I mean, almost like a Christmas list full of of friends that are Sagittarians and I don't understand any of them. Wow, that's so funny. But they are a fire sign, which makes sense that you're getting along with them. So at least you got that going on. I mean, true. They all of them have a lot of confidence, I would say. They all have wit and mm-hmm. sometimes the wit can be a little dry, not as cheesy as a Leo, right? Um, you know, the layers, right? It's underneath. Right. Like, you can't read their <laughs> facial expression because they're not smiling necessarily when they're saying it, but you know that they're joking. Like, you know, there's yeah. a little bit of sass coming your way. So I really appreciate all those fabulous Sagittarians in my life. And yeah, I mean, they're just complex and they're blunt and they got a lot of wisdom. I don't know. I agree. They definitely do. It's interesting because I do think there is this interesting, like, like, like we said, like layered, there's a layered aspect to them Mm -hmm. and it kind of almost seems like there's a little bit of like, it's maybe a little leftover from the Scorpio season a little bit, maybe Mm. because like, rather than be, it's kind of like underneath the shell or, you know, in this case, underneath the, um, the horse's (laughs) legs, (laughs) the centaur, the centaur, exactly. Which, uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about yet. So the Sagittarius symbol is the centaur, which is the half human, half horse. And um, really, it's a really unique aspect because they definitely have in the mythology, there's a lot of different representations of the centaur, um, which we'll talk a little bit about. But, you know, the thing is, is that they really like to use that bow and arrow, right? And it makes them feel comfortable moving around on these super strong horse legs. That's what I like to think Mm. about it. Like if you were a centaur, you would be a lot more adventurous, right? Because you have a bow and arrow to protect you. You can go across the land super fast. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that's kind of how Sagittarius is. They like to move across the land. They like to 
be on adventures and they feel confident because they've got this bow and arrow with them. Yeah. That makes sense to me, Jen, because when I was digging into this fire sign, I was learning that they are the travelers and the explorers of the Zodiac. I mean, there's other signs like Gemini and different air signs that love to travel, but this is the one that doesn't like to stay still and uh, yeah. bounces around just like constantly desires and wants to be fed by what's around them. I think just this like need to this drive and ambition to yes. explore and see everything. And boy, I can relate. Maybe I am one. Again, like usual, when I was really digging into Sagittarius, I was like, oh my God, are you sure I'm not a Sag? Because I really do feel like I'm like that. The quest for knowledge Mm-hmm. experience is like really big like you were saying they like have this insatiable hunger for mm-hmm. learning more for doing lots of things they have many passions um they're super curious they're super intense and super adaptable and I'm like I feel like I'm a sad <laughs> <laughs> well do you have any in your chart yeah I, I can't remember if I have any other planets in my Sagittarius I'll have to go back and look at my chart and maybe mm. talk about it next week Yes, I'm very curious to know. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you? Do you have any, do you remember what your chart says about Sag? I actually did look recently and I have Saturn in Sagittarius. So I'm not sure what that means. If that means I'm not good at sticking to a... (laughs) (laughs) If If I have to constantly be moving around, I don't want to be limited. I'm not sure. Do you know... You know, that's interesting because Saturn is really known for its sort of serious nature. Mm-hmm. And Sagittarius, though, is not necessarily known for that. They're kind of the opposite. They want to go ahead and have a lot of fun and they're super playful. So that might be a really interesting balance in you. I bet you it kind of helps you to bring a little bit more things down to earth. You know what I mean? Like maybe a little bit more serious and maybe mm. um, also maybe a little more determined, I would say. Oh, I love that. I'll take it. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wear it like an archer. (laughs) Exactly. Which is another name for Sagittarius. They're also known as the archer. Now, are they half clothed? Are are they, are these centaurs like, you know, Mm. half naked? Tell me that. I, I would think they're probably naked from the legs down because they're half horse. So we we wouldn't dress a horse from the legs down. Yes. You know, I mean, so I guess they're hanging out. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about the body part that rules them later, but we just gave you all a clue. Mm -hmm. Um, But speaking of planets, the planet that rules Sagittarius is not Saturn, it's Jupiter. And so Jupiter kind of, you know, impacts that, optimistic outlook on life and really represents expansion, growth, and luck. I've actually heard that Sagittarians might be good gamblers because they're lucky. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Oh, interesting. I could see that. I'll gamble my luck on that one, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Jupiter is all about abundance. So, I mean, they, I could see them like being lucky and taking a lot home, right? Like, You know, the theme for Jupiter, I think, is like, go big or go home. And Sag wants it all, and they go all in, and Mm. even to the point of excess. So I could see them, like, you know, putting all their chips in the center of the table. And, you know, if their luck's going their way, then they probably take home a big pot. So other than being lucky, which is another Britney Spears song, go figure. Nice, (laughs) nice, high-end sister. What are Sagittarians' strengths? Now, we talked about that they're adventure seekers, they're pretty funny, um, and they're pretty strong and independent. What else did you find, Jen? Yeah, I just found that they're just kind of 
larger than life. Like we were talking about it's, you know, they're super fun. They're playful. They laugh really big. They tell crazy stories, Mm -hmm. which makes them really charming and magnetic. And also they're very philosophical. I know we mentioned that last time a little bit with the cusps They're So it really just makes them natural storytellers and, and entertainers. And they've just got this like no bullshit attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, But that also can lead to a sharp tongue that can really hurt somebody because they tend to like sort of like tell the honest truth right they're very honest um and that can really you know really hurt someone's feelings if they're just not careful about the way they say things yeah i found that too jen that they could come across as pretentious or a little bit judgmental which i actually have had experience with that with some of the sages that i know um that they don't have that filter so you know you, you better watch out but I think they mean well. I think they search for meaning. I think they, you know, they are pretty kind and just like, and emotionally intelligent. That's kind of what I found is that they have, they tune in to other people's emotions. It just may not come across that way at first, first impression, right? So the underneath the layer. Totally. You know, it's interesting because my sister is super emotionally intelligent and, but she is definitely one of the things that I think I thought was really interesting about Sagas is they're known as sort of being seen as flaky by other signs mm-hmm. and because they kind of don't always follow up on time. Yeah. I just don't find that to be true of my sister, which I thought was interesting. So maybe it's just when she was born, cause she's almost a cusp. She's early on in the season. So maybe there's something different in that particular, you know, deacon or, or whatever, like mm-hmm. we talked about last time too. So I'm not sure, but that's kind of something that they're known as because they're, they're kind of impatient. And so they just fail to like, keep to one thing they might move on to the next thing again another thing yeah. that they like is lo- lots of things so and I can relate with this right like that's one thing about I, I feel like I'm more like that than my sister for example so I thought that was really interesting too that actually I'm really imagining a lot of the people that I know and just things are coming up like the strengths and some of the opportunities for growth right but right some of the impressions that they might leave um and that idea of you know flakiness I think that desire to move around or hop around from one thing to another, it's, it's about what they want to do and their desires is not necessarily that they want to be flaky. Um, Exactly. And sometimes, you know, they don't commit to something because they're looking at all the opportunities, which is totally today's day and age, like kids today and stuff. But that's what I found with it. Actually, most of the people that I know when they set a date with you, they keep it. But they may take a while to, to commit to the plan with you, which is like a little bit different from being flaky. It's right. It's just like, okay, are you going to tell me like, are you going to decide, you know, what, what you want to do? So kind of giving me Libra vibes right now a little bit. Totally. I can see that. Well, and also sort of because they want to do so many things, sometimes they overcommit to too many things. I can definitely think that's kind of my sister. Mm-hmm. Like she loves to do, be very social and, um, go, you know, hang out with all different kinds of friends and do all different kinds of things. And then, uh, so, and also be really independent, right? Mm-hmm. So it can make them seem like they're unreliable because they're doing their own thing and they're just doing so many things that sometimes they just overload themselves and they just have to like flake out on something. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like not intentional. It's just a, uh, you know, a result of their overzealous passion for things. Yeah, so true. And I think because they value freedom so much and independence, yes. if you don't allow a Sagittarius to have that freedom, like, and, you know, just 
let loose a little bit, I think they could become a bit rebellious and, you know, they could get a little resentful and you don't want that. Or they could just say, fuck this. I'm out of here. Like, (laughs) totally. They, they got those strong legs that can gallop away (laughs) or shoot you in the heart with their arrow. (laughs) I have uh, our dear friend, Dan, um, who I'll be bringing into the the podcast this season he's Sagittarius his birthday was November 28th and you know he's no longer with us but I mean he would tell you that he would say yes to a lot but sometimes I would send him these texts like my birthday plan like all these things I wanted to do and he he'd tell me he'd be like all right you might have to carry me out on a stretcher but I'll be there or just like (laughs) just like uh he's like that's a lot, friend. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do all that. So he would he would tell me, you know, if it was like too much. He's like, I'm down to party, but I'm going to I'm peace out if I'm not into it. I'm leaving. You know, that's hilarious. He didn't want to commit because he had his own multi-passionate things he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, part of his passion was like building people up. So I kind of think that that's another trait of a Sagittarius is like, yes, taking in what's around you, the environment and like the people around you and the energy, again, the fire, the energy, right? Just like really Mm. soaking that in and then, you know, using that to build community. And yes, they are more independent than a Leo. Like, I think they're a little bit more, they're not going to commit to the whole party. They're not going to stay the whole time. Like a Leo might stay the whole time, be partying till the end with everybody smiling and dancing, but the Sagittarius is going to get their fill, feed off the energy and then leave to the next thing. Yeah. But it's also what makes them so fun, right? Because they always have plenty of stories to tell for all of their adventures. And so you got to almost forgive them for it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I just, I love that they're so passionate and and honest and just crave that deeper meaning. I mean, it's like someone you want to be around, you want to learn from. And I I actually shout out to my friend Joe, Joe Kimba, DJ. Um, I feel like they'd make great DJs and he is one because he just brings the party, but he can still be like independent behind the scenes, like spinning records and like just vibing off the crowd, but like gets to do his own thing. So love you, Joe. Which just really makes them so creative, too. I think you touched upon that earlier is this passion. And I think, uh, yes, just really painting or just hobbies or different things to explore. I mean, it may not be a career, but it's just something that they're always seeking. And I love that. I mean, I, I just see so much value in being around a person like that. Me too. But you know what's interesting is in mythology and in the constellations, you know, uh, the Sagittarius is a centaur, right? And Mm -hmm. they're known as like the kind of like the more fierce and combative centaur. So there's sort of a confusion in mythology between the um, Sagittarius and the Chiron because they were both centaurs, but the Chiron was the friendly one, the one that became friends with Hercules. And Sagittarius was the fierce hunter who was avenging Orion and was slain by the scorpion sting. Mm. Scorpion and a stinger again. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the point is the Sagittarius has this sort of like combative side to them. And also in mythology, kind of also there was confusion with it 
you know, being a creature that was a, kind of known as a judge. So that's kind of interesting too. So I, I, what I really dig though about the constellation is the outline of Sagittarius in the sky um, points at the arrow of the heart of Scorpius, which is represented by that red supergiant star we were talking about mm-hmm. in Terrace. And so I think that's really cool that the, the bow and arrow goes directly to that star. I think that's kind of cool. That is cool. Oh, I love how these different constellations and when we even talk about you know, the, the symbol for the signs that they all kind of connect, it, it feels like it really is this, you know, seamless circle of, of life. Yes. It is weird how they all kind of, kind of like relate with each other and they kind of merge into each other, which makes a lot of sense, right? Like it just makes sense in terms of like the personalities of the people that we know even. So I think it's really fascinating. And then also, if you've looked up in the sky, it's really hard to see the entire uh, Sagittarius constellation, like with outline of centaur and, you know, mm-hmm. the bow and arrow and all that. Those but legs, you, though. Could you see those? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but you, but what people do recognize a lot is the teapot. So the, the teapot is um, what you can see with the brightest stars in Sagittarius. And on a clear night, you can see the Milky Way which looks like the steam coming out from the spout of the teapot because the galactic center of the Milky Way is close to Sagittarius and located right off the top of the spout in the teapot in the sky. So if you've ever, as a kid, looked up at the sky and know that there's a teapot there, that's what it is. It's actually part of Sagittarius right next to the Milky Way. That's really cool. Yeah, right. And then the bow and the bow and the bow and arrows, one you can really see as well. It's the star that represents that top of the bow. Um, near the top of the teapot and then the bottom of the bow is at the bottom right of the teapot. So that's kind of where the bow is if you're ever looking at the sky and you're familiar with the teapot. And also, I wonder if that has any meaning. I didn't look into this deeper, but, you know, what could the teapot and how could that maybe be related to Sagittarius? There's got to be. There's just got to be. I feel like there is. Jen, I feel like I need a map or to post something so people can really see what you're describing because it's fascinating. Yeah, let's do it. Let's put a post on Instagram about the teapot and Sagittarius. I think that'd be fun. I mean, that's part of the fun of this, doing this podcast with you, Cara, is I've just been learning so much about the constellations and everything, you know, that's related to the sky, not just about the whole Zodiac, right? Yeah, there's just so much. I mean, we could form our own trivia just from our podcast, which we do in our unwrapped episode, which is coming up. That's right. (laughs) We will unwrap all the fall signs at the end of Sagittarius season. So that's a quick plug for all of you listeners. So get ready for that. Speaking of constellations, I brought a chocolate bar today that looks like there's constellation all over it. Can you, can you guess Cara what bar I brought? Oh my gosh, Jen, it is giving me those Jamaica vibes from Scorpio season. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) You are right. I chose Licklemore and their bars, if you guys have not checked them out, are so absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They do look like a Pollock painting. I'm like we just said, we talked about this back in Scorpio season. So I don't want to go too much in, you know, repeat about the chocolate maker, but I mean they're just such a fun company. They're their bars are so delicious besides being beautiful mm-hmm. and the, the packaging itself is just so absolutely gorgeous too i mean they have the most beautiful tropical flowers that are all over their packaging i mean i just can't say enough about how beautiful they are if you go to their website too by the way gorgeous pictures of cacao pods and flowers and their chocolates with all 
the beautiful stars all over them. <laughs> well, what is the color of this bar and what, what did you choose? I'm curious. Yeah. So I chose their orange peel and thyme bar. Mm. It's a little bit more of a savory style. I thought it would be perfect for Thanksgiving since we, I think this episode is airing the day after Thanksgiving. So um, oranges and thyme are something that I often put in Turkey, right? So I mean, obviously, this chocolate's not going to taste like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could but, be good. I could you see know, that for Sagittarius. They're, they're like, right? whatever, fuck it. I'll be in every meal. I'm going to jump around every side, every meal. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And what's funny, though, is that even though it's orange peel and thyme, the colors in this bar are sort of mostly white with a little bit of mint green and pink. Mm -hmm. So interesting. That's the colors. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they keep to certain colors for certain flavors or if it's just random i i would be really curious to ask that because i don't think we asked that at the festival anyway i just think it's really cool and um so delish and i know car you talked a lot about this chocolate maker in scorpio season so i don't want to go too far into it but the owner day deed is just awesome we did have a chance to chat with her briefly and she was awarded the best dessert chef in Jamaica several years in a row. So she does more than just chocolate for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised because she obviously has an artistic eye. Yes, she does. And that's kind of what I found with my bar, which we'll get to, but that it's not just making the bars. It's all the chocolatier, right? Making all these confections. And I feel like that shows creativity of a Sagittarius. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm at Thanksgiving again. It's leftover time. Uh, I really want to. <laughs> Are you ready to try it? I can't wait to hear the flavors. I am. Here we go. Ooh. It's got a little bit of a, a, a snap there. And it's interesting because there are these sort of like dried orange peel inclusions in the bar. So it's not like a dried powder of orange. It's true. There's actually pieces of the peel in there. Oh, that's And silly. right away, like, even before I even take a bite, I can smell the thyme. It's, like, very strong. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm what notes are you picking up? I'm definitely the first thing that I taste is the thyme. Like, right away. And um, there's definitely chocolate, obviously. The chocolate note. <laughs> <laughs> And it's interesting because the orange is real subtle. And there's a little bit of a, um, you know what it reminds me of like is when you have like a yummy cocktail that has like a little bit of bitters in it with a little mm. orange peel, you yes. know, I can definitely taste that like orange peel bitterness. Yeah, because the peel does, is a little more bitter than the actual fruit itself. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty unique that they use the peel and then the thyme, is it ground or is it the pieces of thyme in, in the bar, sprigs of thyme? It must be, there's no sprigs, there's no like inclusion. So it's either there's a powder or they use maybe some essential thyme oil, something like that, because it's really strong in thyme, like mm. really strong. It makes it a really savory bar. This is probably one of the most savory bars I've ever had. Like there's definitely not a lot of... um bright red fruit or anything like that at all that I normally really enjoy. Um, but I really like the savoriness of it. Like it really does remind me of Thanksgiving. I think I actually picked the perfect bar for Sagittarius. Yay. I'm so glad you, you saved this one for this episode because happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. I have to say it was hard to hold on to this bar because 
you know, I ate every other bar. <laughs> and when <laughs> I tasted mine, bar. you wanted a little more, didn't you? <laughs> I did. And what's funny is I, it's, it's actually pretty amazing that I bought this bar, by the way, because I'm not a big fan of orange with chocolate. Mm-hmm. But I have found that if you mix something else with it, like some kind of spice, like one of my favorite truffles from Missionary Chocolates is they have an orange um, cardamom truffle, which is really good. Like the cardamom kind of mellows out that orange you know, I don't know what it is about because I love lemon with chocolate. It's not that it's citrus. There's just something about orange that I normally don't like with chocolate. But this bar, the thyme just makes it so yummy. It's really, really good. I think because oranges are so sweet and they can overpower, like they're sweeter than other citrus fruits and yeah. they can overpower the flavor. I know a Virgo, Olivia, who feels the same way about yeah. orange because sometimes I'll bake some chocolate orange tarts, dark chocolate orange tarts and She's like, that's a lot of orange, but it's really good. <laughs> I love it, I but love it's it. really good. Um, but yes, mixing it, I can see that totally. Well, oh my gosh, my bar is not going to be as savory or um, as inclusive haha, as your bar, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, tell me what you brought. Well, I'm doing a throwback to Jen, to one of our favorite chocolate makers who we uh, dined on in Leo season for our party. Mm-hmm. So much chocolate. Oh, Love they make so my much. favorite bar. Yes. But I'm assuming you brought something different today. I did because I couldn't bring that ice wine Stratus bar back, but I brought the Bajofo Madagascar bar. It's a 70% dark chocolate. And I decided mm. to go pure this time, totally naked and free, like a Sagittarius, <laughs> <laughs> like a Sagittarian archer. Um, I love it. Which means it doesn't have any inclusions and it's just the flavor of the bean. And I love Madagascar, Jen. It's um, usually big, Mm -hmm. bold red fruit notes. So I can't wait to get into that. You do like the Madagascar. I do. I really do. I like that in Ecuador, um, usually the best, but no bias, no bias. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so much chocolate. They're from Toronto, Canada, and they started in 2003. That's when they kind of like started getting into chocolate. Um, and it's David Kestelon and Cynthia Lung. And Soma, actually, I discovered is a mystical substance. And it was mentioned in the Rig Veda and later by Aldous Huxley, who wrote Brave New World. So they kind of have this like creativity, this um, interest huh. in literature, just kind of that philosophical vibes of Sagittarian. So I kind of thought that was cool. That's really cool. How come? How did we not discover this before? I that's really awesome. I love it. I know. I just love that all these makers have such meaning with the names that they choose, right? And just yes, really everything about it. Like a lot of makers have stories on the back, and they really take their time to to bring meaning to where the beans come from, and just you know like the people that are involved in it too. So oh, absolutely. I just love this bar, Jen. It is one of my favorites. And they did start in a whiskey distillery, which I thought you'd, you'd appreciate. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Makes sense that they had that thought of soaking the chocolate in the wine barrels now. Exactly. With the Stratus bar that we both adore. Um, and on the back of their bar, they do have a quote that I really liked that the love and curiosity of all things chocolate propels us on as we continue to seek out great cacao beans so I wow really, that does sound like a Sagittarius I know I wonder we've got to find out if they are 
That's cool. I love it. Love it. And one more thing to mention before I dive in is that the, I mean, we talked about it with the Stratus bar, but their packaging is like a watercolor painting also. Yes. So beautiful. It has like a red circle on it with these streaks of dark, deep red and pink on them. And there's a little quote that says traveling without moving. So there again, it's like kind of the complexity of a Sagittarius of like, Wanting to move yeah. around. Yeah. I love that. That's a really cool point about chocolate in general is like by tasting all these different chocolates, you can kind of travel without moving. I love that. Yeah. We're traveling today to so many places. Jamaica, yes. Madagascar. I mean, I feel like if we were really true Sagittarians, Jen, we would actually book flights and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to do it anyway. Abandon right? the podcast yeah. right now. Bye, guys. <laughs> and go travel but first I guess I'll put it in my mouth and we'll we'll go there for now at least try it and and share with us so we can enjoy it vicariously through you I'm so curious what the what the flavor notes are that are in this bar well I'm gonna snap it Ooh, it's so crisp I love it so much um and I already put it in my mouth sneak peek um (laughs) shocker Mm, mm, mm. Jen this is one of my favorites I've had it before the first thing I'm getting is the red fruit. And when I, I'm thinking more of a cherry, Ooh. yeah, like a dark cherry, not those maraschino cherries from Shirley Temple, but like a deep dark cherry note. Yes. Mm. That's my favorite. Oh, yum. And you get a little bit of raspberry too, just that tartness. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, what I, how I would describe this bar is because there's some nuttiness that comes in at the end, almost like peanut butter. It's it's so savory too. Like you're just getting that peanut butter quality mixed with the raspberry and cherry. And so you kind of have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my gosh, peanut butter and jelly, which is one of my favorites. Oh my gosh, I'm so jelly. Mm, I'm gonna, I mean, if this is anything like their other bar, I know I'm gonna love it. So I Mm. definitely think I need to order that. You do, Jen. You need to order it right now. (laughs) Everybody. Um, It's just so, it's layered, but it's also simple in a way because you're, I mean, there really is no other way to describe it. It's like, almost like you're tasting a peanut butter, a fancy peanut butter cup um, with some of that jelly in the middle. Mm, So good. I have to tell you, I've been really, enjoying a lot of these bars with inclusion but i think i've kind of lately have been really into just the plain chocolate and just being able to really find the flavor notes of the, just the chocolate itself you know of the cacao rather than like i like all the inclusions and i love it, especially when it goes really well like you know you mm-hmm. know me and my passion for it right yeah but it's really awesome to be able to just taste all the different incredible flavors that are in the chocolate itself i know and i think I mean, I love that for you and for everyone to try that. If you've been used to having bars with inclusions in it and different toppings, just try a bar that has, I mean, a lot of times makers will have those flavor notes on the back that they, that they taste doesn't mean you're going to get all of those, but you know, try it and see, and see how it feels like start with that and then work your way to inclusions because I think, I think you'll get hooked. I do. I do too. I think that's kind of what happened to me. <laughs> and me. Woo. Woohoo. <laughs> this 
this bar is so fantastic. I really do feel like I just, I mean, I'm left with the nutty, the peanut butter. I mean, really, it's just like, it's covering, it's encapsulating. That's the word we like, my mouth. I just can't wait to try it for real. For, for real, real, for, for real, real, sister. <laughs> woo, woo. All right. Give me, give me more, Britney Spears. <laughs> give me more give me more give me more all right speaking yeah. of more i want to learn more about the sagittarius um just some trivial things like the body part ruled by sagittarius which is the legs the legs those strong <laughs> horse legs exactly they are that's why they're so willing to explore like we said earlier they've got these super strong legs and if they were to be wearing pants on their legs, <laughs> what color would they be wearing, Kara? Oh, my favorite color is purple. So I, oh, I, yay. I love purple. And it really is. If you look in this color psychology, I know you're into it, too. It's like it's definitely a complex color. Like it has yes. a lot of meanings and mystery and represents spirituality and also represents like enlightenment and and being open, kind of that honesty mm-hmm. that we were talking about. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. The purple is their color. That's, that's I, you know, you know, I love purple. My hair was purple yep, for years. And I'm thinking about doing more purple on my hair soon. So <laughs> Maybe we could both channel the Sagittarius and do purple again. I think that'd be fun. Let's do it. Then we can get on and do a little, you know, Instagram post of us on Zoom or something together with our purple hair. That'd be fun. I think our our little logo, we both have purple hair in it. Yes, we certainly do. I mean, we obviously both love purple. And also interesting because their gemstones are not purple. Their gemstones are turquoise mm. and topaz, which I think is such a gorgeous stone. Um, or yellow sapphire can suffice as well. So all three of those, which also kind of makes sense to me that those are the gemstones. But don't forget, it's the rising sign. So if your rising sign is Sag, that's when you want to wear the gemstones. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And as far as careers go, Jen, I mean, because they're so flexible and adaptable, I think a Sagittarius could do many things. Uh, but I did, I did kind of see that they're really good teachers and Mm. um you know writers and they love to learn so I almost feel like they'd be good at being a student all their lives as well (laughs) I love that I did read that they love to read and write like those are the two things that they really love so that kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. um and they also really love animals so I heard that uh they could also really be good vets oh and they're free spirits so entrepreneurs would be a great career for them of any kind Mm -hmm. um and I also read that they're hardcore foodies, which uh, just might make them great chocolate makers. Am I right? You are so right. Shout out to Nick from One One Cacao, who's a Sagittarius. Happy birthday whenever it is. Because we didn't yes. find that out. <laughs> That's right. And also Spinnaker, which we'll be talking about later this season. Oh. He is a Sagittarius too. Yes, we have so many fun interviews to still share with you all from the Northwest Chocolate Festival and just fabulous bars we picked up. So stay tuned for that. All right, Jen. Well, I'm ready to get into trivia. I feel like my life's been like a circus and I'm ready ready to step into the ring with you. I love it. But will you be stronger than yesterday with this answer, babe? (laughs) 
I'm ready. You drive me crazy. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So the Babylonians associated Sagittarius with the god Pablasag, who had two heads, wings, and was sometimes called the wild bull with multicolored legs. The god Pablasag, who had two heads, wings, and was sometimes called the wild bull with multicolored legs. One head was human. But what was the other head? Hmm. Hit me, baby. Hit me, baby. Woman. <laughs> the um, other head is a panther. Oh. Kind of fascinating, right? I yeah. know. Totally random and out of the blue. But uh, the god Pablisag is also known as being a judge in mythology. So also going back to that sort of judgy maybe slightly judgy side of Sagittarius. Uh, maybe mm. there's some truth to that in the ancient mythology there with the Babylonians. I love that. That's, that's really interesting. And, and that it's such a shape shifter in a way. I mean, that's what I'm imagining is like, mm. mm-hmm. you know, wild bull and, and multicolored legs. And multicolored right? legs. <laughs> yeah. Just being all these different things and a Panther with the fire sign, maybe the Leo like aspects. I don't know. I'm kind of, Getting all these vibes. Yeah, right? And I know Panthers definitely have a lot of really cool mythology behind them, too. So um, we might talk about that in future episodes. But in the meantime, I'm ready for my trivia question, Mascara. Okay. I love that we always have very different ones. So this is a hypothetical. And you are going to step into the mind now that you've soaked in all of this um, nonsense. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All this meaning, all this meaning. That was was my Sagittarian sass. You're going to step into the mind of a Sagittarius and imagine that you are trapped in the following movie or TV show scenarios. So you're going to be I'm going to list a TV show or movie, and um, I can give you a little more context if you don't know what it is, right? But um, you are going to decide it's opinion-based because you're very Mm -hmm. opinionated and honest. (laughs) As that's serious. Exactly. Which of the following would be your worst nightmare? Which one would you just like, I mean, you just want to escape so bad on your horse legs, right? So, um, all right. So Titanic. We all know what happens there. Yep, we all do. Gilligan's Island. Okay. (laughs) Schitt's Creek. Okay. You know that show? I do, but I have to admit I haven't seen it. What's the scene in that one? It's The premise is the family had a lot of wealth, and they actually basically go bankrupt and run out of money, and they have to... They end up going to a town, which they own the deed to, which is called Schitt's Creek. It's the small town and they live in a motel. So the whole premise is that they spend, and it's the most amazing show ever, but they're trapped basically in this um, small town. Okay. Um, with, with rednecks and things. So right. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Okay. You know that one? I do. No, of course. Yeah. Living the same day over and over again for right. everyone. Yep. And Yellow Jackets. Okay. That's a recent show on Showtime where they there's a plane crash and they're on this island and let's just say it's a horror show. So Yeah, I've seen that show. I have oh, okay. seen that one. So gotcha. I know that one. Um but it's good to 
give reference for our audience. So I think that's good. Um, okay. So I, they're, they're all pretty bad. bad. They're all pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, I would say the least worst <laughs> yes. would be, to me would be Groundhog Day. The reason being is because you can still go on adventures. You can still try all kinds of new things and you can do it over and over again, which I mean, you know, a Sag might not, be totally opposed to it. I mean, it kind of sucked to like wake up every day and kind of feel like you're sort of trapped in the same time period, but you can still do whatever you want during that day. Right. So that'd be the least worst I would say. Um, and I think the worst, worst would be, I would say probably Gilligan's Island because you know, the Gilligan's Island, at least the Titanic's moving and you're kind of on adventure and you know, but Gilligan's Island, you're just kind of stuck on the island. You really can't. There's not much to explore once you've seen the island. I, I like that. I'll accept that. That's that's good. I mean, they're all pretty bad, as we said before. But I mean, if you're trapped, if and especially if you don't like any of the characters that are on Gilligan's Island, you're really going to have trouble, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, and I think. You know, I think with Schitt's Creek, I mean, yes, it would suck to be in this town, but you could still, of course, wander across the land, you know? Yeah. And same thing with Yellow Jackets. Like, you're kind of stuck after this plane crash, but, you know, you can still wander around. And and, and they it. might eat you, so then you are then you don't have to think about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Inside <sighs> joke on that one. <laughs> well, what I was thinking was, you know, can a horse swim? So if titanic you know if you're on that i wonder if you could you know if leonardo is going to save you um, right yeah i mean i don't I, that's a great question i don't know like you know if you're a horse maybe not but if a, as a as a centaur maybe you you know maybe your wings would help in that case you know if you're the version with the wings <laughs> or is it representing um a sinking scorpio because leonardo is sinking down mm, i don't know i'm nice. getting too deep getting too deep <laughs> Speaking <laughs> what's happening in the sky jen this week oh my gosh well there's some exciting things happening first of all on the 24th which i think is today when the episode airs mars enters sag as the season begins so we'll be feeling kind of spontaneous and driven and we'll be up for some fun over thanksgiving weekend so should be kind of a fun weekend and on the 27th there's going to be a full moon in gemini Ooh. So think about more spontaneity there. And of course, you know, Gemini is all about communication. So you'll probably be able to just speak your mind with ease, which will feel really good. And mm -hmm. then on the 28th, the North and South lunar nodes officially change. And this is according to Vedic astrology. That is the date. So we talked about this a little bit already that the North and South lunar nodes change. And the idea there is that truly in the true sky, what's really happening right now is when they, they switch from the Aries and Libra axis, which is where a lot of the um, lunar eclipses we've had over the last couple of years have been on. And it's switching to the Pisces Virgo axis. So, which is kind of cool because it's the same South and North node that was when I was born. So I think that's kind of cool. Oh, so cool. North node is Pisces, South node is Virgo. So again, as a collective, we're kind of moving away from Virgo qualities and more towards those Pisces qualities of being dreamy mm. and intuitive and creative and so that's kind of i think that's kind of cool my south knows in pisces so i'm gonna be conflicted <laughs> <laughs> and then on december 1st mercury is in capricorn so 
it's kind of a cool thing because Mercury is super happy in Capricorn and you'll be feeling a little bit more down to earth, realistic and have some clarity in your goals, but kind of fascinating. It's going retrograde on the 16th, like right after it gets into Capricorn and then it Mm. gets out of a retrograde on January 1st, just in time for new Year's. So it's kind of a great time for Mercury to get out of retrograde, start the new year fresh and be in Capricorn when you're a time when you like really want to like, you know, get shit done. Yeah, because they're definitely doers, and I can't wait to explore the Capricorn. So, But anyway, for now, it enters Capricorn on December 1st, which is happening at the end of this week before our next episode airs. Thanks, Jen. That's a lot of good stuff coming our way, and I'm really grateful. Segue. <laughs> Me too. Very grateful. Since we just had Thanksgiving, we have lots to be thankful for, right? Yeah, I'm just really grateful for you, Jen, and you know, our podcast and listeners and just people who have shown an interest and, you know, just really like people in my life that I get to talk about and think about when I'm exploring the signs and yes, all the chocolate, (laughs) all the chocolate. I was just going to say, I feel really grateful just to be here on earth experiencing all of this with you like it's Mm. really cool that I get to meet a good friend like you we get to talk about other friends that we have that have all these different qualities in the signs and enjoy this amazing chocolate this flavor combination of all the flavors um but this amazing plant that grows here on planet earth it just feels like a really cool time to be on earth right now and we get to learn all about it together so anyway I'm really grateful to you all the yummy chocolate we've had and and you know just the experience that we have here I know. I think it just brings everything together, you know, the sky and us on Mm -hmm. and the groundedness on earth and the fire, all the elements. I mean, I think I just really feel them as we are moving through this, this cycle. And I'm just really excited for new things to explore this season in Sagittarius. And I'm really excited, Jen, because we have a new format that we're going to test out on you all uh we're kind of splitting up we have so much celebrity fun gossip and you know just trivia to explore and personalities out there and compatibility that we wanted to split it up so we'll be getting that started next week yeah so we're going to talk about celebs next week and then compatibility the following week rather than cramming it all together in one episode and i can't wait because you know i'm sure you got the hint that we're gonna be talking about britney <laughs> britney and, that's right and um there's lots to talk about so we can't wait but in the meantime you want a hot body you want a maserati you want a lamborghini <laughs> in a hot bikini you better work bitch <laughs> love you guys